0: Every day, elevate, every day, elevate, every day. Hey, it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And you are on Take the Elevator. And wow, we are hitting the last week of April. And there's so many days around today. Today being Monday, because we have our Take the Elevator this Monday episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of the things that came up, like yesterday actually, was Telephone Day. And as I was writing the outline, I was just thinking, man, how time has changed and technology has changed our experience on the telephone.
1: Absolutely.
0: I see the videos where they put the old school rotary phones in front of teenage children. Mm -hmm. and
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they have no idea what to do with it.
0: It's the cutest thing ever. They're pressing the buttons instead of, like, spinning the rotary. Or
1: they'll spin it and think, like, so what do I do now?
0: Right. And they're looking for the send button. Right. And I remember when I was younger, uh, we had the different area codes. But, man, there was a toll and a charge on every call, even in the same area code.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, And we would get in trouble if we made them (laughs) long-distance phone calls. And that was, like, from here to L.A. or even to the next city right and you would get a charge for it and so when the bill would come out parents are asking who made these phone calls and you're like right? oh
0: no i called that girl and <laughs> and then the wonderful call waiting happened
1: oh yeah what yes. a wonderful advance in technology
0: that was a beautiful thing star was it was it star 69 um, or 67 where you could block your number so you could Call anyone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that one. That yeah. was a
1: good one. All those things were just wonderful in that day and age. You yeah. Just couldn't beat that type of stuff. The phone would ring and then you'd be on the phone and then the phone would ring or beep. And so then you would be able to click over and see who was right. on the line and not lose that call or right. miss that call.
0: Exactly. And then you could do conference calls. And then we talk about cell phones. When we were younger, having a cell phone was a dream
1: yeah because it was so expensive, like you had to pay like two hundred bucks a month just to have the service, and the right. phone itself was you know astronomical, and then the phone was super big, so you had to deal with that <laughs> as well and the name of the phone was a brick phone, so that just gives you an idea how big it was
0: exactly and then now I look at our phones and their computers, essentially, I mean they're computers, yeah, speaking of phones. You had a cool performance at Hangar 24 in Redlands. I
1: did. That was a really good time. And we just, man, we had such a blast out there. And there was so many people, so many walks of life and just a really good time. I can't say that enough. We just had an amazing time.
0: Linking that to the phone thing, I had accidentally taken your phone home with me. Yeah. You were able to call me on your iPad Yes,
1: another wonderful piece of technology that allowed me to communicate with you without my phone. But we can do that on watches now. We can do that on iPads. And I'm sure eventually they'll make an iPin and you'll be able to make a phone call on your pen.
0: I love technology. Speaking of which, there's another day that uh, is today. Actually, it's dissertation day. And so for those who don't know what this is, it's just a masterpiece of the doctoral process. They go through like a research project. They have to write literally a whole book length paper detailing every aspect of their project. And I just thought the library, I don't know why I'm going back in time and comparing it to what it is now. Mm-hmm. With the phone, with internet, with computers, I just think it's so much easier to do something like this. Yeah. Right. It's like uh, just amazing technology. My dad would have loved it because he was such a techie person.
1: Yeah. If you're in that mindset where you like to have those things available and at your fingertips, technology is one of the things you just cannot get around and you don't want to live without it.
0: Absolutely. So here's to phone day and anyone who's working on their dissertation. Get her done. Every day. I love this part of the month because I love poetry and I love stories. So it's all about that. Four twenty-seven, which is tomorrow, is tell a story day. Hmm. Yeah. So this I ran by you. This isn't totally impromptu. But I said, Corey, out of all the days that are coming up this week, and you looked at a whole list of them, I said, what's something you can tell a story on? So April 30th is Bugs Bunny Day.
1: Ah, yes. I love Bugs Bunny. So uh, everyone is pretty much aware that um, my, one of my favorite authors is Dr. Seuss. Mm-hmm. However, one of my favorite cartoons as a child growing up, I've just bought the Bugs Bunny collection. And Bugs Bunny was a staple in my life as a kid. That was one of the cartoons that I gravitated to, Tom and Jerry being the other one, but we're focused on Bugs right now. And, and Bugs just was very witty. He mm-hmm. was very uh, comical. And they wrote this character to really just make you laugh. Mm. And that's hard to do for a cartoon back in those times because kids weren't exposed to a whole lot. I noticed that even my parents would be laughing at some of the Bugs Mm -hmm. Bunny cartoons and, and I can go over episode after episode, but Bugs Bunny is reminiscent to me just as Lucy. I, I connect the two when, uh, when I think about the comedy and the humor. And they used a lot of uh, Lucy references and musical references. Bugs Bunny was known to be a conductor or a piano player okay. uh, at different times in the cartoon. So that was one of those things that I looked forward to as a child. And, and of course, I was very attracted to it because of the music. That's my Bugs Bunny story.
0: I love it. Do you still get to watch these cartoons? I do because
1: I buy the DVDs or Blu-rays or whatever they are nowadays. And you can even go on some of the old school channels. I'm not sure which ones are still around. I haven't done that in a while. But definitely uh, still collect those type of things.
0: Right. And I'm sure YouTube might have something. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I forgot all about that. But yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so who would have thought that our theme today was going to point to how grateful we are for the information that we literally have at our fingertips. So there are things that we don't have to just say, oh, I remember when. Right. And you can actually bring it to life and, and show your kids and things like that. So, and
1: I, and I, you know what? One more thing. Yeah. I always wonder if what I used to like as a child, is it still as entertaining as it was then? And I've come to find out that it's still just as entertaining and even more comical.
0: Nice. We should do a Bugs Bunny marathon. We should. You guys let us know, please, what cartoons you loved growing up. We'd love to hear about it on JenTheBuilder.com. Everything. I'm going to share a poem and it's kind of a shift in mood. What I want to try to do right now is share a poem I wrote about a very special day. And it's interesting when you write pieces and you record it. This is why I'm such an avid writer of things that come to my mind because they always end up to be valuable in a different way later on in life, unexpectedly, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this poem I have not shared with anyone and Corey, I think I might've shared it with you, but actually it's on our website. So if you were to go to my blogs, this one would be on there. And if you are drawn to pictures, this one has a picture of a roller coaster ride. This poem is called The Ride. What is this like? What can I compare it to? My thoughts are racing. My heart is pacing. It's just like going to an amusement park after losing over 100 pounds just to say, I went on a roller coaster and the belt buckled. I get in the seat, pull the harness down, and you hear that magical click. The feelings of success and pride bring a smile to my face until the ride continues. I'm on a steady climb up and get to the top of the incline. I catch a glimpse of what's below me and all around me. All my weight is on the harness, and all of a sudden, I don't feel safe. I start to wonder about the weight capacity. Did the belt really click all the way in enough to keep me from dying right now, right here, right now? But as the flips, the turns, the upside downs, and the speed happens, I raise my arms up, I scream, I laugh, I'm free, this is fun. I remember these rides from decades ago. Mission accomplished. Back to the present moment. I have been preparing for this ride. Every intentional act, every opportunity that felt like it was going to break me, every gift, ability, and talent has taken me up on this steady incline. The growing anticipation, the excitement of being on a ride that I longed for. I am almost at the top where I view the world around me, where I know there are going to be flips and upside downs, where I question my safety. But those thoughts will fade as I enjoy the speed and the turns of this long-awaited, work-hard satisfaction of being here, the day my podcast arrived. Look up, let's elevate, take the elevator, and let's ride.
1: Nice, very nice. And if I could, I would give you... A standing ovation applause for writing such a wonderful piece. I like how you connected a situation in your life that you struggled with. Mm -hmm. And then you found a way to overcome that. And then the reward of it was as simple as going on a roller coaster ride. And then you compare that to compare and contrast that with starting a podcast and just venturing out into the unknown. And then the reward is being here right now in this moment to enjoy the fruit of your labor. Mm. And I think that's the key to it all. I'll say it like this. I don't know what anyone's ride is. Mm. I know what mine is, but for your ride, you know, when you have accomplished it and you know how far you've come from the beginning of that ride to where you are now. And maybe the ride's not over yet. Maybe it's just begun but the key is is to endure and get through the ride so you can see where you're actually going to.
0: Such a good translation of what I wrote. So that's one of the things that I've learned to love to do is just pull a poem up, um, and I do it once a week, and I just see how it speaks to me, and then I wonder what that writer was going through. So as I'm reading this poem back, by the way, this is written on June 14th, so it's almost been a year.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: And so here we are on Take the Elevator and absolutely it's been an amazing ride and there has been those flips. There have been the upside downs. Let me tell you the hardest thing I think about having a podcast. For me, it's not content. It's not a fear of how my voice sounds, a fear of editing anymore. It really is. You've got to make the time for it. And you've got to be committed to it because there's an expectation that we've set for ourselves, and it's two shows a week. And like when you have a busy weekend or you've you have a rough week, sometimes it's just hard to schedule that in. And then you're like, I don't really want to do this. Like I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling up to par. And so that leads me to. A word called affirmations. I think as we end April and we go into May, I really wanted to bring up affirmations. Okay. This poem just reminded me of something. So it was meant to be about the podcast. Here I am reviewing it. And what it means to me now is that feeling of accomplishment with weight loss. Mm-hmm. If you guys have been keeping up with our podcast or if you know us personally, in the last Two years, especially the last year, it's just been a a crazy challenge for me. I feel like sometimes I have like very sabotage type behavior when everything else in my life can be seen as disciplined. You know, like we have a commitment, we do it, we have high standards, we go for it, we hit goals, and then we set more. Mm -hmm. For me, this is one that is kind of... I've teetered and tottered and I'm trying to figure this out. So I was like, I wonder why I've never done affirmation statements for weight loss because here's what, first of all, Corey, you know what affirmation statements are.
1: I'm pretty clear on it, but you might want to give a more clearer understanding of it for the listeners just to make sure they're, they're on the same page.
0: Absolutely. So affirmations are pretty much just positive statements that help you challenge and overcome. Um, And so when I'm talking about like self-sabotaging and negative thoughts or even my self-talk. So the way I can sabotage is this with food and eating is, oh, you know what I really want right now is this. And then I go into crazy descriptive behavior about a food item that would taste so wonderful right now. And I spend a lot of time and energy in that. And you and I are firm believers that what you speak forth has a powerful impact on what you do and how things happen. Oh yeah. So I was like, Jen, we need to change our self talk. We need to change the way we perceive things. So that's what I'm doing in May or for May. I'm going to create affirmation statements. And these statements are not just positive statements. These are things that actually people repeat changes the way they behave And then you see positive outcomes. Right. So with affirmation statements, you really want to keep them simple. They don't need because it should be something I can recall and remember Mm -hmm. without having to look at something. That shouldn't be the challenge. It should be a statement that says what you're about to do, how you're about to change your behavior. Be confident in it. Even though it hasn't happened yet, you kind of speak as if it's already happened. Get excited. Like the more positive emotions you attach to your affirmation statements, the more likely it is that they're going to happen. And of course, be consistent with speaking. And then lastly, uh, people recommend getting a coach or a mentor in the area that you might be struggling with who's experienced success in that because they're able to relate to what you're going through and give you advice that's worked for them.
1: Right. I'd just like to add this, and uh, I hope I'm going in the right direction uh-huh. when I explain how I'm feeling about this. Because most of the time when you talk about people struggling with something, yeah. it, it's one of three things. It's either smoking, it's drinking, or it's weight. Mm-hmm. And so I want to say this really clear and make sure that I'm, I'm going to be spot on. Every plus size person is not struggling with their weight, right? Mm -hmm. There are some plus size people that are just fine with their size and that's great. No hurt, no harm, no foul is as far as I'm concerned with that. Every person that drinks is not a excessive drinker or alcoholic. And so there are those that can go out and have a social drink or even be at home and and there's a time to celebrate. There's a time to get buzzed. You know if your child got married or you got married and you want to celebrate yes it's it's an, a great opportunity for you to have you know a few and enjoy that moment and and really celebrate uh even for those that believe in the Bible. they celebrated heartily at weddings, and when I say heartily. <laughs> Hardly one of uh, Jesus's first miracles was to increase the wine and the people said you brought out the best wine last and it's usually the other way around. So we're very much aware that you know it's okay to celebrate and have a good time. As far as the smoking you know there are chronic issues and I'm not talking about cigarettes I'm talking about marijuana. I mean it's only an issue if it's an issue for you. I used to smoke and there was a time when I said to myself I'm not ready to quit smoking." Of course, when I was ready, I stopped. So I'm just pointing out, you don't have to have an affirmation if you're not trying to stop something or you're not trying to accomplish anything. If you're happy where you are, then please feel free to be there. I just don't want people to feel like, okay, here we go again. Someone preaching to me about my weight or about my habits, and I don't want to hear that. So I just wanted to make that portion clear. But for me, the affirmation was... I couldn't go out and have a social drink. I just wasn't able to. I don't know if that was in my genetic buildup or if that was a bridge I crossed too early in life that I couldn't handle. But what I do know is that for me, that wasn't possible. And so I had to come up with some affirmations to say, these are my limits. These are my guidelines. This is what I need to put in place in order to roadblock me so I don't go down that dark alleyway again.
0: I love that you said that, Corey, because in no way, shape, or form would we ever fat shame, addiction shame, you know, that's no, I know we Yeah, were. absolutely not. So I just wanted to share some things for me as we go into May, because I know that some people have partnered with us on different things that we've shared. Mm-hmm. And as we know, it really helps to know that someone's doing this with you. Yeah. And so I would love to be that for you and you for me, because May is just going to be an amazing month. I feel like I wrote something the other day and I can't remember offhand, but it was like the seeds that you plant in April are going to be what may grows and what June blossoms.
1: Right. Yeah. You
0: told me about that. (laughs) Right. And I thought that was
1: wonderful how you phrased it. And I believe it was very similar to what you just said, Uh but yeah, that was a great description of how that is going to happen for us.
0: Yeah. I think it's awesome being that it's spring spring is sprung spring forward, whatever that, you know uh, how it speaks to you, but that's how it's speaking to me. So these seeds have been planted throughout the month of April where I've just really been in deep thought about the things in my life that need to come into self-discipline, that I need to be able to control, that I won't let control me. And and so this is that one area. Again, and anyone knows it's a struggle. I probably talked about this months ago. And the thing is, you're like, oh, here she goes again. What's going to be different? The thing is, is if you just keep trying, it'll happen, right? So I'm I'm really hoping that things grow for me in May, these good habits. So if you want to take this challenge with me, write your affirmation statements for the month of May and let it be something that really speaks near and dear to your heart. It doesn't have to be weight loss. It could be getting through school. It could be, you know, uh, working out every morning or whatever that looks like whatever it is, please join me. I've already written my affirmation statements and I can be a little extreme. I have one written for every day in the month of May, and I'm just going to keep cycling those throughout my life.
1: And I got a good one to start out with. Yeah. Let's, let's go with morning mindset and having Mm. a positive disposition every day. Yeah. I mean, that takes work and I'll be the first to tell you if you're having a struggle on your job or you're having a struggle with people on your job, struggle with a project on your job. It's easy to wake up in a bad mood, especially when it's a Sunday night going into a Monday morning. So if you set forth that affirmation to give yourself the right morning mindset and the positive energy to get through it, it's a little bit easier and your days don't seem like they're just dragging along because you're just so frustrated with whatever's going on at work or that environment that you have to enter into on a Monday morning.
0: Absolutely. So I'm going to start with my number one affirmation statement, May 1st. And I'm starting it now because I'm already writing about it. And so I am right now taking this moment to look up and elevate here in this podcast by saying that my first and overall affirmation statement is I love eating healthy food and I love nurturing my body. Mm. So I'll, I'll be sharing them every day on social media. Do you have anything, Corey, that you might be working towards in May, hoping for May growth and June blossoms?
1: Well, yeah, actually there is. And this is personal to me, Jen, mm. because, you know, I'm a musician. And I pride myself on being a musician. Yes, you do. And so there are things that I want to accomplish. You know, I would be transparent. I want to get better. I, w- I want to be a much more skilled bassist. And so I'm pushing myself on a regular basis. And, you know, I, I will put the time in to go in in the studio and just and practice. But I, I'm I'm pushing myself to become a better musician so that I can be satisfied with me. I mean, I, I know people may hear or come and see and say, oh, yeah, you're pretty good. But I want to have that feeling of accomplishment so that's the thing that i'm working on
0: awesome well i of course will partner with you Corey, and i know that you'll get there you'll get there easily and i'll be there to celebrate with you for sure right on well you know us that take the elevator we say look up and let's elevate, elevate. every day not not gonna do ps for this session right i played it back and it just really spoke to me and i just have i think just a couple maybe okay. even one what really spoke to me is just the the goal to better me mm-hmm. you know they say be the best version of yourselves so you know that's something that we hear a lot i just want to be a better me it's a moment by moment You, we have long-term goals and then you've got your short term and I call them the shortest term because sometimes when I'm struggling, I've got to remember, it's just this moment Mm -hmm. get through this moment. And then those moments build. And it's amazing when those moments build, because then you're like, heck yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling me. I'm a better me.
1: Yeah. So my PS is, uh, pretty much the same thing. Um, I don't believe in versions of myself. I'm Mm. I'm just me. (laughs) I I heard that and I was like, what? What does that mean? Yeah, that's a thing. My thing is in bettering me and who I am to structure my life a little bit different. Mm. I have to know what to remove and what to add. And my structure has to be set up so tight that I know at what time I'm going to be performing each activity. And that helped me. What you did was you, you set a structure in your 25 minutes of doing certain things. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, I might need a little bit more than 25 minutes. And then the light bulb comes on. And you go, well, if you need more time, you, you structure your time yeah. accordingly.
0: Oh, I love that. You said that. Cause that's the Pomodoro technique, the yeah. 25 minutes, five minute break. But I've been watching people who do it and they've broken it down differently for what works for them. Some people do 50 minute, 50, five, zero mm-hmm. minutes straight of work studying. And then a 10 minute break. And that's the hour. Yeah love that me too that one works for me because 25 minutes for me on a project happens too quickly and i just kind of want to get through a little bit more of it
1: and i just want to say i don't know the pomodoro method
0: (laughs) i just watched you and
1: i I hear you talking about it and yeah jen talks her stuff through and out loud sometimes so i'm privy to hear some of this great information and then i'm able to either say no i don't want to do that or jump on board
0: Yeah. Or make it your own. Yeah. Last but not least, this is huge or it's going to lead to something huge. April 30th is hairstylist appreciation. So thank you, Alicia, for doing my hair. I need to see you. It's been months and months. But with all that being said, I'm leading to this and getting our listeners excited for the month of May. Our theme for the month of May is Hollywood Visits the IE. Mmm. Hmm. So we have a wonderful hairstylist, Corey, that you've known for years and years. Yes. Uh, he does hair for people like Halle Berry. He has uh, backstage passes to all these major Hollywood events because he's just that good.
1: Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah,
0: and so that's a little bit of part of Hollywood that's going to come visit the IE on Take the Elevator. We've got a producer.
1: Yes, Um uh, waiting to hear back from him, but I'm pretty sure he's going to come through.
0: Yeah, and then we've got an amazing singer, songwriter,
1: business entrepreneur i mean she's a powerhouse yeah powerhouse that's a great term
0: yeah so that's something to look forward to in may so please hang out with us take the ride on the elevator if you can please subscribe follow get the word out share this podcast with people we would so appreciate it and we continue to appreciate you again like we say here i take the elevator look up and let's elevate every day